You listen to this podcast because you're investing in your child's future success. Don't forget to begin investing for your future as well. That's why I'm excited that today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing. And you don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. You can get started with your spare change. Saving and investing is one of the best habits you can model for your kids. So head to acorns.com calm or download the Acorns app to start in saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash calm. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC, Acorns, is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC, member FINRASIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. So you find something inappropriate on your child's phone. Maybe it's even more than inappropriate. It's disturbing or it's harmful, right? Or maybe you find a vaping pen in your child's bedroom. Your first reaction is going to be out of fear, right? And that makes sense to me because you're going to start to think like, oh, how is this happening? Why is my child doing this? Did we do something wrong, right? Why would my child get into this? What does this mean? Is he really struggling? Is he going to get in trouble? Like, how do we handle this? Like, all of those normal fears are normal. And you should feel those things. I just don't want you to react out of that fear and make things worse, right? Because sometimes when we react, we go initially, I know what we go, your first thought is like, well, what, what are the consequences? Kirk, what are the consequences for doing this? Well, if consequences worked, you wouldn't be here in the first place. It's like not like consequences are going to change behave, outward behavior. They don't. You have to get to the root of the issue. And that's what I want to get to. And I want to show you in this process, okay? I want to show you how to handle it differently so you can, even though it's very difficult, you can use this as an opportunity to understand something deeper about your child, to get to the root of the issue to show them a different way to deal with maybe the social anxiety or a lack of confidence or stress over school, whatever it is, you can show them a healthier, different way to handle that. You can problem solve with them instead of just getting angry and upset and barking consequences. And in doing so, you can build a closer, more trusting relationship with your child that will last forever. And these are tough situations, but that's what we're going to deal with today on this episode of the Calm Parenting Podcast. So welcome. This is Kirk Martin. I'm founder of Celebrate Calm. You can find us at CelebrateCalm.com. If you are struggling with your child, which is very normal, reach out to our child who we struggled with. His name is Casey. C-A-S-E-Y at CelebrateCalm.com. The great thing about Casey is this. He was the very child that you have, the strong-willed child. He still is a very strong-willed person. And we've grown to love that about him. And the great thing, too, is that he's young. He gets this. He's in tune with today's youth and all of the struggles and things that his friends have gone through. And so he can relate to you in this and relate to you with a strong will child because he was one. So if you need help, reach out to him. Uh, uh, tell us about your kids, what you're struggling with. We will reply personally to you and very quickly because we know this is important. And this isn't a business. It's a family mission. So if we can help you, let us know. 
You can find all of our resources at CelebrateCalm.com. Uh, my personal favorite is I just get the Get Everything package. It's, it's, like the, uh, it's like the cost of a trip to a therapist, but you get about 35 hours worth of very practical insights and strategies that actually work so you can understand your kids. And so this becomes second nature, right? So here's the process and, and what I want to go through. Uh, in this particular instance, a, a dad had found some uh, disturbing things on his son's phone. And so this could be anything, right? This could be uh, the child's talking inappropriately on a form. He's looking up porn. It could be um, you're finding a vaping pen or drugs. The, I'm going to go through finding something inappropriate on the phone so that I can be very specific with it. But the same process and language will be the same for just about any situation. So let's do this. So you discover something that upsets you, that's, that's disturbing, that could be harmful, whatever that is. Yeah, your first reaction is going to be freak, to freak out. And so it's okay to freak out at first, at first. But don't react out of it and approach your child while you're freaking out. Just internalize that a little bit. And then instead of going right to consequences, here's what I want you to begin thinking about, right? What's really going on inside, right? What is the root of this that is driving your child to do something that's harmful or wrong, right? And that's, that would be my first question is why is your child seeking things out? Does he struggle with friendships, right? Is your child bored? Is he curious about things that he'd be embarrassed to talk to you about? That can be it. Does he like the feeling of anonymously talking tough on a forum? Could it be the stimulation, the rush of doing something wrong? Because for kids that we work with, man, they like that brain stimulation. And you know what? Sometimes it's kind of fun. It's kind of a challenge to try to do something and get away with it. That makes sense to me, right? Is there a stimulation of arguing with people? Maybe he's got letting his alter ego out, right? What's really driving this? You know, is it trying to keep up with peers, right? With, with uh, vaping or with drugs, I go to, okay, is there stress release? A lot of your kids feel a lot of stress. They feel very different from other people. So is it a way of fitting in? Is it a way of dealing with that stress of school and childhood where they've never felt liked? We have to find that out. And that becomes the foundation for when you approach your child. So first step, I want to normalize things, right? We react to things all the time. I can't believe that you would do that. Why? Why can't you believe that? We have all done things, whether it was when we were teenagers or when we were young adults or even right now, that don't make sense and that are heart harmful or hurtful. We all have done those things. And it's very normal for kids to explore things that are different and so rather than going right to the shame, I can't believe that you would do that. I want to normalize it. Look, normalizing doesn't mean excusing it and saying, oh, this is good and healthy. I want to do it for you. Let's go buy drugs together. That's not what I'm saying, right? But when I approach it to my child, look, hey, it's normal for kids and even adults to find stuff online that's interesting, exciting, even novel, and sometimes bad and harmful. It's normal. So I'm curious, you know, I love that phrase because I'm curious is me coming alongside you to help you rather than, 
you know what, explain to me what you were thinking going on those sites. Like, what are you going to get? Well, Dad, what I was thinking was, I'm an awkward teenager, and there were these naked pictures, and they're free, right? When you were a kid, you had to go sneak magazines, but they're free to me, and it was kind of interesting to me, but I was kind of embarrassed to come to you for obvious reasons, right? And say, hey, Dad, I'm curious about naked people, right? Like, what is he supposed to say when you do that? So when I go to, hey, I'm curious, what exactly do you like about these sites? How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel powerful, like a grown-up? Is it just plain curiosity because you're at an awkward time of, of life and so you're looking up things that are interesting and novel to you, right? I'm curious. What do I, and I want to listen, right? Like I find the vaping pen. And look, I would free. I hate. I just. I hate the word vape. I hate the old whole idea of it. So it'd be a big trigger for me. But I don't want to react out of being triggered. I want to find out. Hey, it makes sense to me. I know a lot of other kids are doing this, and I'm curious. Is this a way for you to fit in and hang out with some kids? Is it a way for you to release stress? Kind of get that. I understand that, right? You lead with things. And here's, here's maybe a good way of saying it too, because framing these things is really, really important. So son, daughter, look, when you were two or three, everything in your world was new. You'd explore, you'd get into playing with blocks and spoons and bugs and shoelaces. Like everything you came in contact with was new to you and you explored it and that's normal. Well, now you're 12 or 13, or 15, or 10, whatever age, and you've got access to this huge, wide world of good things and bad things. So it's normal that you'd be curious. See, my job, son, daughter, when you were two and three, was to make sure that you didn't bump your head too hard. You had to bump it a little bit, but I wanted to make sure you didn't bump it too hard. And I wanted to make sure that you didn't run into the street or fall off something and hurt yourself. See, while I'm saying that, I'm feeling something well up in me. See, you're starting when you can, uh, so when you step out of yourself, and that's what being calm, but being calm doesn't mean you're some Zen master who just sits there calmly, unfeeling. No, I feel things deeply, but instead of feeling the, the uh, taking it personally, and now it's, I'm frustrated and I feel fear because you disappointed me and now I have to deal with something uncomfortable, now I start to feel what my child is feeling. And see, now the impulse goes to, I want to protect you, not just not punish you. I want to protect you because when you were a little kid, you explored and you bumped into things and I was there for you. You didn't even know it, but I was coming along all those times I picked you up and I moved you and I redirected you so you didn't bump in, into things and hurt yourself. But see, my job now is to help you navigate this new world and it's big and you're exposed to it and you're vulnerable, right? Instead of looking at the child as like, he's so strong-willed, difficult, does things to hurt me. No, I'm looking at a vulnerable kid who doesn't know what he's doing. And look, he's got this big, wide world. We had to really work at it to find inappropriate things when we were kids, right? We did. If we wanted to look at naked pictures, 
we had to figure out. We had to find someone who had an older brother, and they hid that thing back behind the Etzel's barn. That's where we, you had to work at it, right? Now your kids are exposed to stuff. It's right there in their hands. And so my job, son or daughter, right, is to help you navigate this entire new world you're exposed to without you getting hurt in other ways. See, I like that a lot. Now I'm your partner. I'm coming along. Sorry for that. I'm not sorry for that. It's just, you know, when I feel those things well up, it's a good thing, right? Because it's a, it's a shift. It's a shift in your mindset. It's a shift in how you see this kid from seeing this kid to seeing like, it's like he was when he was two and three and four. I didn't run long. Hopefully when he was three, your child was a toddler. You weren't like, you know what? Stop banging your head into things. Stop putting those things in your, it was normal for them to do it. And you came up and you picked them up gently, right? And then you just shifted them. And it, it, right, it was a little shift and it was sweet and you were protecting them. Now we get into this thing where we just want to punish them all the time and it just doesn't work. So you may share, use wisdom with this, right? How you've gotten sucked into different things, right? With his dad, it was sucked into um, forums or political uh, discussions. You know, you've got to use some wisdom in here. Look, I, I had a teenage son, right? And so when we started talking about porn, I could talk about like, yeah, of course. I mean, it's very normal for boys, and I know girls as well. But it's very normal for you to be drawn to that, right? So you can talk about that in a, in a way that gives some wisdom and context, not an excuse like, well, I did it too, so it's okay for you to do it. You, you just normalize it, and then you can let them know how you dealt with certain things. But I want to listen to your child. I want to nod. I want to understand why they're doing it. Now, the next part of it gets to be problem solving. And look, you have every right, right, to take away the phone, delete certain apps, go through those. You can obviously take away the vaping pen and you can cut off allowance. You can do all kinds of things. All the consequences you want to give are just fine and, and, and good, but they're not going to change what's going on inside of your child, right? So, of course, take away the phone for uh, a, a, a period of time. Perfectly fine. Just don't, just don't equate that with actually getting to the root and solving this long term, right? I hope that makes sense. See, what would be best is if you two together, oh, by the way, sometimes this is handled best if you do it one-on-one, -on -one, not both parents, because many of your kids already have a feeling that you guys are always teaming up on me. Everybody's against me. And it's embarrassing and there's shame in this. So to have to walk downstairs and talk to two people looking at you feels overwhelming. By the way, that's why if you're ever interested, get the Get Everything Package, Calm Parenting Package. We're including now the uh, the marriage program in it for included in that for free. We used to charge it a lot of money separately for that, but I want people going through it. And one thing men often tell me is, when I go to marriage therapy, it feels like the therapist and my wife are teaming up on me. And so that's why we kind of did that one, so you can do it from home. So it's one on one, not two against one. So 
just keep that in mind. It might be the best thing way to handle this. It'd be best if you guys together figure out a plan moving forward, right? Like which apps do you keep on your phone? Which ones do you delete? How do you monitor and help hold him accountable, right? It's not a shame thing. It's a, hey, this is normal, but I want to walk beside you and help and teach you to navigate this kind of approach, right? And so let's problem solve and then get to the deeper, the deeper part of this is trying to meet those internal needs that your child's trying to meet by going different places on the internet, by vaping, by doing drugs, whatever it is, whether it's a need for friendships, for confidence, for dealing with brain, for getting brain stimulation, for dealing with stress. What are all, all positive ways to do that, right? That's where friendship, building good friendships and sports and service projects, starting a business, projects that you do together are extremely helpful. And if you've never uh, heard us go through before the uh, mission and mentor approach, please look that up. The basics are, I want to get my child using his or her particular gifts, talents, and passions. Helping or serving little kids, animals, older people. Because it feels really good when you have something to give. Maybe it's a service project. Maybe it's starting a little business. Maybe it's just doing something for a neighbor. Using their gifts and passions outside the home. Right? Serving other people accountable to another adult because other adults can see good things in your kids and also hold them accountable. That's where I want to throw my energy because when I start to do that, the child builds, it builds their confidence. They meet new people. They make new friends. They feel good about themselves. It's a good way to deal with the stress. But it's connection. Remember, it's connection that changes relationships. And that's what I want you to go with. So begin to think through this process when you encounter just about anything that your child's getting into. Because in the end, what they learn is, oh, I can tell my mom or dad anything. They don't freak out. They don't shame me. They listen to me and they help me. And they're a resource and they've normalized it for me. Does that make sense? That's what I want. So if we can help you, reach out to Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, CelebrateCalm.com. Listen to the programs. They're on a new app. It is awesome. When you order... If you go on CelebrateCalm.com or off the newsletter you get and you order the program, you'll get a link to an app and you get this app and it makes it really easy for you to listen to all these programs and you can your spouse can listen at the same time. You can share this with teachers. You can share it with your own parents. So you could have five people listening to the programs at once or, or, or on their own, however you want to do it. But if we can help you, let us know. Love you all very much. Appreciate you uh, working so hard at this, and please continue to share the podcast if you found it helpful. Thanks.